0: the show. With me, I have Ben Bennett with me from Severe Comics. Hello to everybody.
1: Hello, everyone. Quite Bennett here from Severe Comics.
0: And tonight we are reviewing the 2009 film uh, The Collector. This is actually part of our screen on screen uh, horror movie reviews that we've been doing for this last past month. Uh, we actually did the Halloween uh, Kills spoiler review you can find that wherever you guys get your major podcasts from of course on our youtube channel at movie lovers tonight so <laughs> quinn thank you for joining me i do appreciate you taking the time out of your night to, to review this movie i know this is one of your favorite ones as well as mine
1: oh yes the collector and the collector is like is a is a great probably one of the great horror films and it's done by the by the same very same guy that did the saw movies too yep
0: it's still. It's matter of fact. It's actually written by Marcus D- Dunstan and Patrick Milton, mm-hmm. and directed by uh, Dunstan. The script titled "The Midnight Man" was at one was one point as a prequel to the Saw franchise, but the producers opposed the idea and dismissed it. A sequel yeah. to the, and then there was actually a sequel called the collection. No and by the way, this is no relation to the collector from the Marvel MCU movies because that would be very <laughs> no. dark. But no, 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 no. <laughs> anyways, um <laughs> but I like the fact this movie like is Marvel. only
1: I'm almost able to popped out of nowhere. <laughs>
0: right. But you know, with this film it's very underrated. No one really talks about this film that much.
1: Yes. And, and the camel is is amazing in this movie too.
0: We're gonna get to the camera work yeah, because there's a lot of that. stuff that I really want to talk about with the camera work, and the camera work is just phenomenal. But yeah. this budget had a budget of three million dollars, and that's a really low budget. It basically this is like wow, an indie three million. Film. Yeah, it was
1: only three million. Man. I thought it was a little bit more than that. But look at the budget thing.
0: Well, after, get this. This is like the early 2000s. So basically what okay. they would, the
1: studios would do is that was, this. That was, give them... I think that's cheaper than Blair Witch Project.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know. But you
0: want to know something, though? Back in the early 2000s, though, basically studios would go on ahead and what they would do is they would give um, other independent um, – basically other directors money – to yeah. make a horror film and they would just make it low budget, like give them like maybe 3 to $6 million and said, here, have your movie, have fun with it. Yeah. It's just going to make money anyway. So it doesn't matter on what the plot details are or anything like that. Now, fast forward to today though, we actually have better horror movies than we had back in the early 2000s, even in the early nineties and eighties as well, depending on what you have for yeah. horror films or what you'd like, but that's what they would do. They would go in ahead and them, about 3 to $6 million and say, have fun. This had only a box office opening of $10.2 is what it made. It didn't even really make its money back mm. and everything either.
1: That's disappointing out there.
0: But what I don't get is because of the fact that it has disappointing box office numbers, yeah.
1: the studios went on ahead and made a sequel. Yeah, it still made a sequel because, because if I recall right, the, the VHS and the DVDs were selling very, very well.
0: Yeah, that's what made, to be honest with you, in the early 2000s, DVD sales were the thing. If it didn't make that much money in the box office at the movie theaters or anything like that, they can always go, well, you know what? It didn't make that much. It didn't resonate that much Mm -hmm. at the box office. But you know what? It might do well with the DVDs and renting movies and stuff like that because at that time, we sell at video stores.
1: Puppet, Puppet Master is a good example of that right there
0: really what was um
1: I about the, was never me. was never was never put in movie theaters it was just straight to vss if i remember correctly and the sales were so great they, they made like tons of sequels to it and everything that's but, true but let's, let's i'm getting off we're getting off topic no
0: no no, right? no, no, no we're just talking about <laughs>
1: yeah i know the
0: budgeting and stuff <laughs> like that we're not getting off top, topic or any, topic <laughs> or anything like that but, you know, basically this is a simple premise. You have a married couple named Larry and Gina. Uh, one returns home to find their powers out. They discover a large yep. trunk upstairs and are horrified by its contents. They are then attacked by an unseen asylum. But before we get into that, we actually meet this burglar slash exterminator named Orton. Basically. I don't think
1: he was exterminator.
0: No. I-, I thought he was.
1: No. No, he wasn't an exterminator. He was he was helping help with the construction and everything with the house. Right, the construction. That's putting right. security in and everything. That's right.
0: How, um, but yeah.
1: <laughs> His name is Arkin. Arkin. Which yeah.
0: makes me – that's why I was thinking <laughs> that he was actually a um, – a person that exterminates and stuff like that because of working Man, but still Arkin <laughs> uh, but anyways, farmer convict Arkin Obron works as a handyman for the Chase family. He is generally well liked by the Chases, especially oh, yeah. the youngest yeah. daughter named Hannah. After work, Arkin meets his wife. And get this, his wife actually has a dark past.
1: Yeah. Because he,
0: she owns money to loan sharks. She owns and stuff like that. Sharks. Yeah.
1: Yeah, see, she was in the middle of debating of of just leaving town, and and can uh, cannot let that happen because they know he knows that the that the loan sharks will come straight after, her, even though she'd being on the run. So in right, order yeah. to do that, he had to make a deal with uh, with his former boss in order to in order to save save his family. Right, because, you know,
0: he's like, well, what's the point in you running from these guys? These loan sharks are going to hunt you down anyways. So there's no, and even if you run, there's no reason to, why do that? He goes, give me until midnight to come up with the money, because I can get the money from these rich people that I've been doing this security work for. So therefore, what Orkin does is, he goes back over to the place, it's late at night, and of course, you know, the the power's cut off because and everything, and then of course he knows the angles of where to go at inside the house because he's actually laid down the security work. Yep. But little does he know that there's already somebody in the house already, and he happens to be a serial killer booby trapping this whole entire thing like a yeah. light, jigsaw. And,
1: and he did the- it so fast too. You'd be like the whole in this whole movie, you were like Wisely, you would like to follow Arkin throughout the whole house. And it'd be clear, for one second, and then he would come back later on, and it'd be booby trapped next. And it's and it's amazing how quickly that's the serial killer can get things set up like he did.
0: It, it definitely is, and also too, this is also a very fast-moving movie. Movie as well. I just want to put that out there. It's only clocks yeah. in at like ninety minutes. So it's a ninety-minute movie. And they give you a lot within the 90 minutes to where it doesn't feel like it's a slow burn type of movie. Pretty much you already know what you're getting whenever you get in there, which is something that I like. It's not a misidentification of a film or anything like that. But, you know, he winds up setting up all these traps and stuff. And, of course, Arkin thinks he's by himself. Yeah. And then I like how all of a sudden he realizes that he's not in the house by himself. Yeah. And what he does is the camera kind of pan angles to the – to the collector
1: and yeah.
0: also pan angles to him at different rooms the camera angles are just awesome because it gives you that suspense of yeah, it's not like, knowing what's going to happen
1: yeah it's like watching a video game in, in real life it's just you just see the camera angle goes overhead and you see him walking through that one room, room and you see the serial killer just go to the other just walking down the hallway just
0: you know what though, you gonna, it actually uh, feels like we're watching a video footage
1: of yeah, that too. Like a
0: secu- it, it feels like we're watching a video surveillance, even though it's not a found footage movie. But it does have that kind of vibe of a secure of us watching these two people, these two people interact in this house, yeah. and it feels like a security footage because of the way that is actually set up. Like you said before, the camera angle is like a top panel kind of view of the serial killer and also of Arkin. And the way it actually is, Arkin goes on ahead, goes into one part of the room, circles around, where away from the serial killer. The serial killer then circles around to where Arkin once was.
1: Yeah, it's like a perfect cat and mouse game. It's like it's like the biggest cat and mouse you ever seen in in movie history. Most definitely, because here's the thing with this
0: film. Two is it can also to me, it does it feels more like a video surveillance, like I said before, yeah. But also, too, you know, I like how quickly he did the trapper, which that's what I'm calling him basically, which is a dead by daylight OC character where he lays down beer traps. But, uh, <laughs> but, anyways, <laughs> was- uh, what the collector does is he winds up making booby traps where he thinks that he heard the noise and stuff, yeah. So, arkin's over there just creeping around right now, trying to figure out everything. Then of course he opens up one of the um what I like about this scene is he opens up Arkham winds up opening up one of the chests and happens to be a guy inside the chest.
1: Yeah from the from the very beginning of the movie too.
0: Yeah and he's like what are you doing in this chest? He goes, I'm the bait. So
1: Yeah, then, he's like I'm the bait. He he wants he wants to find a perfect perfect piece for the collection. He's like
0: <laughs> like what are you even talking about but then you wind up finding out that if he likes you he'll keep you but if you're not going to fit in with that collection he'll kill you yep. then of course you know while he's creeping around he winds up seeing his, uh the people that he ends up doing these as did security for like his wife Vic, like victoria yeah. was it's also captured as well then ark and call get this though um as Arkin attempts to crack the safe, a mass figure locks the door. Michael, the father, appears with several injuries, mistaking Arkin for a uh, predator. Yeah. He grabs a golf club. Michael' action triggers a trap that indicate uh, that in tra- uh, incapacitates him.
1: <laughs> so decap- right off the bat, he was, he was dragged into the dragged into the main hall, where the where the kid where the trapper was. That- was able to bring him back down down to the basement again right and i, and I just love this love these little details throughout the whole movie that you see the killer the trapper like like you know pandering to him you like see him see his eyes like that was this me or is uh someone else in the house with me now nah, it must be must be someone else it must be my imagination <laughs>
0: Right, because after the he, movie, <laughs> because here's the thing: while Arkin's doing all this, do we actually see Arkin going around the house and he's examining the traps <laughs> that's been laid down? And then, but that, but get this though: that kill was right before he actually starts examining the booby traps and stuff like that. So what he once what happens after that Arkin realizes that he's messing with a pro serial killer versus just an average uh serial killer too yeah because once that whole entire deal comes where it wraps it around uh Michael's feet it drags him down the stairs
1: yeah and
0: Arkin is just shocked uh, as all could get out yeah to be honest he was
1: with very you. shocked and and he filled in he failed into well when I could tell at least four booby traps throughout the whole movie?
0: Yeah, there's like the a total of maybe four or five.
1: Yeah, the first one was the phone, of course, because he because he wasn't paying attention, he booby uh, trapped the booby trapped the phone. Got yeah. the needle to the ear. Boom. And then Ooh.
0: there was also the door the uh window.
1: Yeah, that as well. Where and, if and, you... that's, and that's a good foreshadowing too, with that window out there. Definitely. Um uh,
0: let's talk about Good. the window scene for a minute and then talk about how it was foreshadowed. I'll yeah, let you it. talk about that. Yeah. Okay, so basically after that incident happens with the phone with the receiver, mm-hmm. he goes on ahead, put throws the receiver down because he actually stuck himself in the air with the receiver which had a needle in his uh needle in there. And yeah. then after that he winds up breaking the window and it winds up slamming on his fingers.
1: Yep yeah the reason why it's a good foreshadowing is because you got those throughout the whole movie you see him trying to get through the windows uh throughout the whole time trying to move the move the wood and planks and everything but they were on on on' very hard but the, but that first one he was trying to get to that the one that I trapped him in you realize that the that the wood was very weak right there but you, that's, that's why he got true. a booby-trapped.
0: That's very true. And then also, too, I like how Arkin tries to go outside again to escape in the front door, and there's, like, four different locks that he has to go through just to try to <laughs> unlock the door. Yeah, so it, now he has like to go all the way back up the
1: stairs. Too.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> because now he has to go all the way back up the stairs again, and it's this cat-and-mouse game all over again. And at this point, I don't think that uh, the Collector actually knows for a fact that Arkin's even around or anything right now. All he knows, yeah. all he's trying to do is just capture all the other people that are going to be entering this house. But yeah. it's not until he meets up with his client's uh, wife, Victoria, who is captured and, he finds him, and finds her in the bathtub. And of course she's gagged. And at that point too, he's telling her not to scream. He's going to remove the gag and then get this even the blindfold is also booby trapped as well so if he removes the uh blindfold it could t- it could actually blind her because of the way that it, uh that he has it around her eyes
1: yeah so it, therefore it's so can't, up.
0: right <laughs> so it's like okay so the only thing she can pretty much do is yell
1: mhm
0: so after that winds up being played out um he all of a sudden she starts screaming and stuff like that. Then all of a sudden the trapper uh, well, the collector comes back up the stairs. So then uh Arkin hurries up, gets out of the out of the way, goes down the hallway, and he's examining each trap because each trap it's if you if he ends up tripping it, he could die.
1: Yeah, like but instant I death. and he has to find find that little girl go throughout the house and everything. That's a to save her life, because he knows that the little child is trapped in that house somewhere.
0: Right, Hannah. No, um, Hannah. And of course, her older daughter Jill is out and, yeah. uh, as, as well, because that's where we got introduced to uh, Hannah at the very beginning. Whenever she was taking a drag of Arkin's uh, cigarette <laughs> and stuff like that. But you know, it seems like that they actually bonded a little bit.
1: Yeah, they did a little bit. I just like I just like his his response from her for her wanting drag of cigarettes he's like i would not take part in your, <laughs> <laughs>
0: right in your uh in your oh, habit it's... basically yeah. <laughs> but yeah Jilla's actually out then you also have of course um basically hannah's trapped in there with everybody else and so anyways arkin um like i mentioned before at that point to uh, Arkin re- retreats to the basement where Michael informs him that his wife Victoria is, is captured as well so he- that's what happens after that he winds up going down to the basement tells his uh, tells Michael that his wife's been captured and then of course uh, the combina- and then Michael gives Arkin the
1: combination to to save which and contains the- a gun. Yeah, and Arkin he was right. and he was trying to get in the safe, safe um for the very beginning, to get that, that ruby jam. Right. And of
0: course, this is also too where basically Arkin is also telling uh his wife, Victoria, Michael's wife, telling her, Hey, look, I need you to distract him while I open the safe up. So that's when she starts yelling. Yep. And as she's yelling, he's sewing her mouth shut.
1: Oh man, that was
0: and I'm like, ooh. That made me yeah. hurt.
1: And Let's give a let's give a little moment on the detail of the serial color, too, because it's yeah, a very it, unique look, I'd say.
0: It has a little. To be honest with you, he has like a little bit of a BDSM kind of look to him, <laughs> mixed in with a little uh, Trent Renzer from Nine Inch Nails kind of look as well. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, the mask is very original. Something I haven't yeah. seen before. Yeah, or got, used. got
1: the soles. The- Yes, Frankie, with the dull needle. Yep, yeah. that's also and another the, thing. And the eyes. Man, the eyes are just completely creepy to look at.
0: Definitely, and we'll get into the creepiness of the of the eyes. Even though the Trapper doesn't have any dialogue flowing out, yeah. just the creepiness and the eeriness of the way he looks and everything. <laughs> the, way and the way he way moves, he's, too. He's yes.
1: Like, you ever, have you ever pay attention to his movements and his eyes? It's symbols of an insect. In a way. That's
0: true. Like a lizard yeah, or a chameleon you, or something.
1: Because the way he's moving is he—you see him like, well, like hold his arms like this every once in a while. He was a like bob weave, like a like how Peyton mantis would do.
0: Right. I was also thinking maybe like a chameleon or a lizard as well, but you know that's pretty much a good interpretation of what he moves around like though.
1: In the way that you said it. But um, if you if you if you have a. If anyone would would remember this movie and the sequel to this movie, the collection, you notice he has his big admiration for insects and everything like that. He has like deep love for it.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna get into the insect scene because there is actually an insect scene in this movie yeah. as well. Which you know, if it wasn't for the cops showing up during that time. He would have been a goner, but we're gonna get into that in a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um. But you know, another thing too is, um then we of course we also see bear traps set around this whole in the dining room area, which we're wondering, okay, who's gonna be the dumbass that actually falls, <laughs> falls in the bear traps, right? Because. Yeah. Arkin's not gonna do it. He's been smart this whole entire time, but also too, I feel bad for him because he's going around trying to save everybody, but everybody yeah. that he winds up trying to save winds up dying out of their own stupidity.
1: Oh or oh. let's talk about let's talk about probably probably one of the best best trap scenes in this whole movie. Okay. The the acid glue scene. Okay, I'll let you talk about that one. In the in in that one room. He was he was off trying to hide from a serial killer and everything. But then he ends up getting trapped in this by this glue on the floor. Like it's like all over the floor and everything. Yeah. And it's that's like it. And, and it turns out to be acid as well, and because it's time melting his shoes. And you see this poor cat. That very mm-hmm. poor cat that's in there melting away. And they're just, being disgraced. Just... Yeah, right.
0: That scene he, was very gruesome, mm-hmm. and as a pet owner myself, that yeah. was very grotesque. That yeah. made me feel bad for the cat. To be and honest,
1: and what's and what's bad? Of course, he was able to get out of it because he took the shoes off and jumped on the bed. But the cat was starting making a lot of noise and everything. He and he trying to you know save the cat, trying to get, get him off the off the floor, out of the glue. Mm-hmm. And he of course throw the cat to the window and. And that poor cat got split in half by guillotine. <laughs> that guillotine. Yeah, dead. the
0: cat got, but at least the cat didn't feel anything by the time that he got, uh, got split I in half. I hope not.
1: But uh, <laughs> but then, but then the serial killer was heard all that commotion and everything, and he was running upstairs and arcing like was covered in his shoes <laughs> with placing books all over the place and and hide under the blankets. And the serial killer just assumed that. So, I mean, it was all the cat's noise. Right. And then that's how,
0: that's basically how we knew Arkin was around. It wasn't because of the fact that the wife ungagged herself, which I thought that that was kind of unusual that he didn't notice the fact that the wife was ungagged and everything. I would think that he would find out Arkin was actually the one that, no, no, there was somebody else inside that house that did that
1: because her hands are tied up. At first he thought it was that little girl, that daughter true. that was hiding that was hiding throughout the house because that's what he was assuming right, but, but he didn't and I think he was 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 very surprised to see Arkin in that in that house i think, so
0: I, think too. I think
1: I think he was like blown out mad when he found out because because he i don't think I don't think no one ever got the best of him of the whole time like that no
0: because if you think of it like this like there's even a scene where jill arrives home with her boyfriend yeah and they're about to have sex they're about to get it on (laughs) and you know then that's when the uh collector starts watching them and like you said before but the insect kind of vibe to it
1: yeah you see his eyes on glowing and everything right like the insect's eyes do
0: yeah, his eyes turn from being normal to having this demon-like glow to him.
1: Yeah, it's so creepy. It definitely <laughs>
0: is. And then <laughs> once we see that happen, we see Arkin climbing underneath the dining room table, yeah, trying it, to get them. Yeah, so he, so he, that just, he just them.
1: went past him too, and, and he didn't even notice it. No, notice. he was too.
0: He was too occupied well, he, with. Well, uh, he,
1: he looked and he looked and okay, he thought he saw something but... bait thought it was just his imagination, he just went back to and make the most in the two going at it. Exactly. And then
0: uh then of course Chad um attacks him but is killed when he's pushed into a room filled with uh, several bear traps. So yeah, Jill is was. the one who calls up nine one one to try and yeah. uh get the intruder out. And of course, no the collector didn't even go ahead and notice the fact that she was even calling 911 or anything like that. And you know, I think the
1: thing that,
0: but let me just say this though. Um, that I find that's really interesting about the sex scene in a way. It's very <laughs> tense because of the fact where it's the trap is laid at because the oh, kid could by,
1: by the way, by the way, folks, this is this is the way to off film, so don't let kids watch this movie. Yeah, it's really <laughs> <laughs> but
0: you know, The part that this is the part that got me though. Yeah, this
1: was a very intense scene.
0: The scene is very intense because of the fact where it's laid at, and of course, the Chad is walking backwards, and as he's trying to go down on her and doing all everything else, (laughs) and you're wondering, okay, is this kid gonna kill his own self, or how is this gonna be played out? And then, of course, you know, that's when, of course, she Jill winds up coming to her senses. And she sees the collector there.
1: <laughs> and
0: that's when uh, he steps, like he stops doing what uh, they stop fooling around. And then, after that one's up happening, that's when Chad starts running towards him. And then, that's when the yeah. collector goes on ahead, stabs him uh, with a knife through his hand. Yep. And then, after that happens, the collector pushes uh, Chad into the bear traps.
1: I see him. and that one trap where it cuts his fingers off, and he yep. was like, and he was like in complete stun mode. Yeah, he was stunned, and, and
0: was... then after that happened, it the bear trap winds up getting his leg, and then his other leg, and then he starts falling backwards.
1: Yeah, crushes his body. Mm.
0: That was in that was insane.
1: Yeah, that, that one bear trap like crushes his head in.
0: <laughs> Michael Jackson Man. thriller vibe like (laughs) mullen said but but yeah this that scene was very graphic but i have to say i feel bad for chad because i think he suffered the most
1: yeah
0: Um... well the reason why i say that is because of the things that happens to jill later on because her death wasn't as quick well, 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 I guess, her, her death I was guess he did the
1: most because he got blue balls at the end of the, the, end of the night.
0: <laughs> Speaking of balls, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> guess what? It's time Thank for you. me to do Manscaped. I'm glad that you asked what Manscaped is. You get 20% off promo code of Movie Lovers Unite using Manscaped. And here's the thing, guys. Support, is, uh, support for this episode is brought to you by Manscaped who is the best in men's below the waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers pers- uh, precision and, and also to engineer tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the lawnmower 4.0. This is what Dracula should have used uh, back in the day. Whenever, he, well, back in the day, they couldn't use electricity or anything like that. But if there, if he was able to, this would be the thing to do the job. Then again, it might just regenerate down in the downstairs area. But the lawnmower 4.0, you heard that right, the 4.0, join over two million men worldwide who just who trust Manscape with the exclusive offer for you: twenty percent off and free worldwide shipping with the code mm-hmm. MovieLoversUnite at Manscape.com. Now, get this. Imagine Dracula shaving with a sleek, well-designed and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. He could have had a great time in the bathroom, shaving his balls and everything. I'm one of the, and guess what? I'm actually one of the, I'm actually one of the few people who were lucky enough to get the 4.0. And I'm just blown away by the performance, the craftsmanship and detail of the 4.0 Are next level. Um, and then also too, let me just say this. I've, I've used it and also too. You don't want to go in ahead and uh, there's this one time where I nicked my balls. You don't want to nick your balls or anything like that with a bad razor or anything like that. Again, the Manscaped 4.0 is just a great thing to have. Because Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body tremor by focusing on intelligent functionality and incredibly comfortable grooming experience. The fourth generation tremor features a cutting edge somatic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Thanks to their advanced skin safe technology, I now feel confident shaving my boys. That's right. It gives me the confidence to say, you know what? I did a great job trimming my boys and everything and shaving my boys. I'm ready to go out there and do what I need to do. The upgrade trimmer includes a multifunction on and off switch that can engage on a travel lock, which is good. It gives you the ability to turn the 4,000 LED spotlight on and off when needed in a more precise shape because, hey, you need to go on ahead and have a light on to show the hard to reach places in your groin area and stuff like that because you never knew what you had before until you actually shaved in the hard to reach areas. I look like Chewbacca by the time that I was done in those hard to reach areas. But anyways, um, then of course, a lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard links with sizes one through four. Did I mentioned wireless charging? The new wireless charging system uses electronic magnetic induction, which can help battery last longer. Men, you've been shaving this with the same nut trimmer on your face. You've been doing it wrong because no person wants to end up with any kind of hair in their mouth when they're going down in the downstairs area is just nasty. No girl wants to go on ahead and do that. Trust me, it's time to get your own ball hair and body trimmer with Manscaped to make m- me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice, smooth boys. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code Night at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. And that's where you guys can go ahead and get Manscaped.
1: It. <laughs> and that's what she
0: said. So let's go on ahead and continue on our journey with the collector.
1: Okay, okay I'm. I'm
0: said, "Go Brazilian." She also <laughs> says. Wax that stuff. Yep. Like Miyagi style. Wax on, oh. wax off. It's great to smooth your balls. Anyways.
1: <laughs> so I can't believe that played out so well.
0: <laughs> it does. It balances off really well, doesn't it? Especially while searching uh, Hannah, he finds a truck containing a bloody Larry. Larry explains that the masked man is a collector of people. He only collects one person in a household, like we said before, and kills everyone else. (laughs) Horrified, Arkin flees while the Collector locks Larry back in the trunk. And back in the basement, Arkin discovers Michael is dead. He frees Victoria, who had been tortured. As they make their way out of the basement, Victoria sees Michael's corpse, panics, and alerts the Collector, who stabs her several times. (laughs) So that's one thing I forgot to mention was how Victoria died. Oh yeah, guys. Yeah. And I had that in my notes. I had to backtrack a little bit, so I'm sorry for people who were distracted by my Manscape ad. Um, I had a back. I had to go ahead and back back over a little bit. It's, it's but it's okay. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Markin prepares the trap. <laughs> but let's talk I'll about let's this. Wheel though, wheel okay? clam. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it
1: that matters. But,
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, anyways. Um, Jill manages to make a call before she gets captured to 911 and and Arkin frees Jill, but she doesn't trust him and reaches for a pair of scissors, which is not good, only yeah. to be killed by the trapper. Arkin escapes the house alone,
1: but sees now here's the thing. yeah that that scene that scene was was a uh, I should say that probably one of one of the most amazing death scenes I've seen in the movie. Because yeah, okay, nailed, let's talk about that. Nailed to the nailed to the wall basically. Well,
0: it's actually the projecting screen.
1: Yeah, it's like it a was, hard surface projector, projector screen. screen, but there was nails, nails behind yeah. it, so. so. when she got nailed nailed to that, then the then the video stopped playing about of their childhood. And that was Right. And you know what there, though
0: about that yeah. scene though? Is this um is the fact that with this scene and everything I have to say at least her death was quick compared to her mm-hmm. boyfriend her boyfriend suffered the most
1: uh, yeah the boyfriend the mom and the dad suffer the most About the whole movie
0: <laughs> and this is what brandy says too so a, so a blood murder scene or is it just manscaping? <laughs>
1: It's manscaping gone wrong, okay? Especially when she grabs
0: the scissors to try and cut Arkin and <laughs> for crying out loud, the guy was just trying to do you a service, and
1: you wind he's up wanting to stab with scissors. trying to help. <laughs> he's, he's just misled, okay?
0: Exactly. <laughs> she said, <laughs> you know what, Brandy? I was thinking the same thing. That's what she said. Nailed it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But yes. uh, So after that winds up happening, this is the scene that I feel like you could tell that Arkin wanted to get out of the house and everything. He winds up climbing out of the window and runs out the house. And, you know, at first I'm thinking, okay, you're just a coward for running out of the house because, you know, there's uh, Hannah's still in there for starters, but he can't find Mm -hmm. her. So I'm guessing he's thinking that she's dead, which to me, it's not really cowardly. It's just him thinking on yeah. a survival t- tactics in a way. But at the same time, as he's looking at, back at the house, he sees her shadow in the window. Then he also yeah. sees uh, the trapper in another set of room.
1: Yeah, the and, downstairs rooms.
0: Yeah. So then that's when Arkin decides, hey, look, I need to get in back inside this house. So what he does is he goes back into the window trying to save her, and he winds up finding Hannah, and then he, what he does is he winds up telling her, "Do not step on the floor. I'm going to let you take that part."
1: Yeah, he said, um, "He said, 'So carry me. Don't be on the floor.'" And as they were making their way, making their way downstairs, and the killer, I think it, let me try to remember where this went. Okay. Brady Mullen <laughs> says run bitch run.
0: He's behind you.
1: <laughs> my my mind's my mind's again stuck in this. It's okay. <laughs> no but idea.
0: basically uh what winds up happening is this basically the floor I think is what acid I think or what? I can't no, remember. Was,
1: oh yeah, that's right. there was hooks.
0: That's right. It was okay, it was the Yeah, hooks. that's right.
1: He went into the hooks and they and and the the kid that girl was, was. I think it was. Um, I think she saw the body of her sister, and she screamed. And the serial killer was chasing after her.
0: Right, and don't and don't forget inside that room with the hooks. Arkin told her just to get get down and everything too. Yeah. Because so, so the way she doesn't get hooked or anything like that. Yeah. And of course, he's trying and to then, unhook himself and stuff and like that.
1: Yeah, and as the serial killer was chasing her down, that's when he discovered Arkin was was in House 2. Right. And boy, he was mad. He was pissed. Because yeah, now... He, he, didn't, he, he never... I don't think he never saw that coming because, because they were like going going to other rooms and everything and, and, the, and the trapper was bounding doors and everything. He was so mad. Yeah, he was going through from room
0: to room. Not only that, but after that winds up happening, he uses the dead body of michael to try and bang open the door that arkin and his and of course uh hannah have because now they're trying to set a uh, trap up for the uh for the collector so what she has in her room is a goldfish tank or a tank Mm -hmm. for the fish so he tells her to get on top of the desk so that way she doesn't get electrocuted so therefore, while well, he's used – now, this is not the way to get ahead in life, but he's using the father's head as a way to bang open.
1: Oh, it wasn't the father's head; it was actually that guy.
0: That from the beginning, the that was yeah, Larry. Box. It was Larry's yeah. head.
1: Oh, Larry! <laughs> man, Larry just had it. <laughs> yep, but yeah, <laughs> great four
0: play. Oh my god,
1: man. Uh, but not yeah, Larry. <laughs>
0: But yeah, he was using Larry's head as a way to bang open the door. Try
1: Manscaped, Larry.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Manscaped would actually help with that because that's not a way to get ahead in life, especially when the no, That's, over there, what, that's why he was t- using
1: a doorknob because he was trying to help with manscape. <laughs> like I said, he's a he's trying to do manscaped but he's being misled. Very
0: misleading. <laughs> I got to say that. <laughs> and then, of course, he winds up, of course, the Trapper winds up getting in there after he uses Harry's lead head. And then <laughs> after that, um, after that winds up happening, because the Trapper's already ahead of them in a way, because he's like, okay, well, uh, they're going to probably set up a trap for me anyway. So when he does yeah. this, he uses Larry, throws Larry into the room, yeah. and they electric Larry Kill instead Louie. of the Trapper.
1: Yeah, they finally killed Larry. After all that?
0: Well, Larry's been Larry. dead.
1: It's no, just... he, was, he was still alive. I thought he was dead. I no, mean, no, he was still alive. <laughs> he, that the electric saw killed, finally killed him because he was using him as a battering ram for opening the door. And then he was using. Then they lo- able to lock the door behind him. And then he was using his head to pound on the doorknob.
0: <laughs> he got hit by the door. Okay,
1: man, but. Holy. <laughs> oh,
0: that's not the way I, mm-hmm. That's not the way I would want to go out, I'll tell you that.
1: that was then, gruesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely gruesome. And then after that we wind up getting a police officer response at Jill's nine one one call and is killed by the collector's dog. Now Man. the dogs are something to deal with.
1: Yeah, the dog. Yeah, the that police a police officer was killed by the dog. And that dog was in at that very beginning, too. But, and that's when Alkin was realizing something was kind of off when he was alive. the house, too.
0: Yeah, and then after he has, kills the um, the police officer with the dog, yep. um, after that winds up happening, the collector's dog with the flaming bucket and trapper the collector and one of his own traps. So after yep. killing the collector's dog with a flaming bucket and trapping the collector, yeah, like I said.
1: Yeah, yeah. The collector was using a shotgun too, because because he was getting quite annoyed about Arkin now.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then after that one, well, also too. Let's let's go rewind a little bit here, because remember, before the sirens, before the cops, he had Arkin tied up. Yeah, and everything, and then Arkin. He was going after Hannah, and then Arkin goes, "Really? That's all you got?" <laughs> and he starts cussing at him and everything All else, him and him. and then this is what winds up happening. He, then this is what we were talking about before, but the insects. He cuts yeah. open Arcan's stomach, mm. and then he goes ahead and puts the insects, the jar of insects near where yeah, he it, opened him up, was, and then starts him. lighting it.
1: Yeah, he was trying to do the do the ancient meaty method of torture by by scaling. Animals into the into the human body, but little does he know it would have worked better with with rats.
0: Okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, hey, some more foreplay. That's where Brandy Mullin is. <laughs> yeah, but this is the definitely. You know what? Some sex you want, some sex you don't want. You don't want that. Hey. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but uh... he, he's
1: being misled. Okay, he, he's trying to do manscaping, <laughs> but he's using roaches and fire. Okay.
0: <laughs> But you know, then after that, um, winds up right. And then the scene, the approaching <laughs> uh runs into the road to get their attention, and hit and gets hit by one of the cars. He sees Hannah carried away by the police. He tells the police that the collector was an ex- exterminator working at the Chase House. The explosive. Yeah, that- he.
1: Yeah, in one of the fights, he was able to unmask uh, him before he was captured by the by the trapper.
0: Right, and then after that winds up happening, then the explosives detonate and destroy the house. But the collector gets away unharmed while Aunt Arkin is being taken to the hospital. The collector ambushes the ambulance and kills everyone except Arkin, who he kidnaps. in a post-credit scene, the collector watches film slides on the tr- uh, on the trunk containing Arkin, who threatens to kill him.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was a. It was a good way to end the end the movie for. But it's the sequel, too.
0: Right. And this is what I have to say, though, too, about the... You know how we were talking about the filming, right? On the way mm-hmm. it was filmed? Yeah. So, here's the thing. This movie... And I thought that this felt more like a... Um, what's the word I'm thinking of that came out? Of, like a grind, grindhouse kind of film?
1: Yeah. It was like that.
0: Right. It definitely feels like that. And here's the thing. Um... Basically, on the opening day, the film opened at in one thousand three hundred twenty five theaters, grossing 1325000 dollars. The film has grossed seven million seven hundred twelve thousand one hundred
1: fourteen dollars. So
0: that's impressive. It's impressive, but not enough to actually yeah. have a
1: chance to make a sequel out of it. But still, yeah, but it still made a sequel. And speaking of sequels, do you? After the after the movie collection, do you think there's more than one collector?
0: Hmm, that's an interesting idea. That because, I mean, I could see because, it going the way that Jigsaw went with Saw. Well, I
1: I think I think way I, way I've been watching these two movies. I think there was someone. That, I think there's there's more to it because someone had to teach them these things. Right.
0: I mean, don't can,
1: don't get me it wrong. It I mean, just, I mean, look at look how it. Look how the house was built and look how the his the building was built in, in the collection. Well also too, yeah.
0: the opening scene at the second film opens up in a club. Yeah. And he locks them inside the club and having has that those spikes that just you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Basically this huge spike drop and just kills and slaughters everybody inside mm-hmm. that club. That was a great way to open that that horror movie. To be honest with yeah. you,
1: they I definitely mean,
0: delivered on the gory aspect.
1: Yeah, I'm, the way I've seen it, I think there is more than one collector in in this universe. Mm. But
0: get this though, and the production the collector was shot in Shreveport, Louisiana, in the spring mm-hmm. of two thousand eight, over nineteen days. It used sixteen millimeter film stock, so that's why it feels has that little authentic. Yeah, kind of feel to it of a grindhouse kind of feature that we talked about, which is something I appreciated with this film because I feel like they needed to have that kind of flavor to it.
1: Yeah, Um, it it was a good flavor movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, the final scene on flavor,
1: let's talk about manscaping. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, get this though, man. The final scene featured the van in the rain was part of a reshoot in Los Angeles in Griffin Park
1: was it now?
0: Huh. Uh, when Destin announced his production team, he wanted to direct. He set off to make a sizzle reel, a pol- prolonged trailer of the proposed film. He reunited with many of his friends from Feast. He is first writing credit and, an empty, and employed John Gellinger as his cinematographer and used actor's Clue Gilliger to play Roy and Tom Gilliger as Arkin. It was the re- it was this reel that he that was used to sell the pitch to Dimension Films.
1: Yeah, he was a good choice to play as Arkin because he put a lot in motion throughout the whole movie. Most definitely,
0: his character is not very one dimensional at all if you think yeah. about it. Because yeah, he can be a selfish butthole or douchebag. Well, you but- have to
1: well. The- with his type of job, yeah, you got to be a butthole. <laughs> right.
0: But I like speaking how of, you have...
1: thinking of buttholes, talk about manscaping.
0: <laughs> no, we're done with manscaping. We're done, with, we're done with it right now. But if you think of it like this, though, man, like I like how they use this film, and it's a home invasion mixed in with a serial killer. This was a good original idea. Something that we yeah. haven't seen before. Now, I would like to see a home invasion during an alien invasion.
1: <laughs> home invasion? Home alien invasion? <laughs> hmm. But, uh... <laughs> Maybe but he was still, alien the whole time. We just didn't <laughs> no, know it.
0: <laughs> no, I will, but I'm just saying, I would like to see that kind of movie where, like, there's an alien invasion during an, a home invasion. I think that would be yeah. interesting. Oh. Um. Uh, But yeah, I think that's going to be it as far as this review goes. But also, too, I want to talk about one last thing. The film was theoretically released in July 31st, 2009 in the United States and on DVD on April 6th, 2010, a rental version. Was made available February 12, thousand ten, through Blockbuster Video exclusive line. The Good DVD time. includes two deleted scenes and also an alternative ending, which is Arkin leaving after seeing Hannah and the window, thus cutting off the remaining twenty five minutes of the film.
1: Ah, yeah, that would have been a very douchebag move, I think. <laughs> like if it's left like that, coming. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Speaking of which, aliens can go on ahead and get twenty percent off plus free shipping and handling if they go on ahead and use the promo code. Hey, so, we love you tonight.
1: So don't make promises you can't make. We get get sued. <laughs> well, no, that's actually the deal. And yeah. you don't you don't you don't know how much money these aliens. Have.
0: Hey, if they buy every single one of my Manscaped stuff, that's okay with me because of the fact that I get to keep them for a longer period of time. Because <laughs> I want to be able to use Manscaped as, min- as longer as I can. <laughs> so, As my sponsor. So,
1: Thelon's going to be like, we don't even have hair down now.
0: <laughs> it's like, why do we need these for?
1: <laughs> why do humans use this? <laughs> we don't even have intercourse. We... Just look at each other. <laughs>
0: oh my God! Anyways, with that being said, when uh, where can everybody follow you at?
1: Y'all can follow me on www.severecomics.com and you can read all my comics for six dollars a year. And you can also follow follow and subscribe to me on on my YouTube channel called Severe Comics. where y'all be able to read my audio books? Audiobooks like Drifter and uh, for A Little Disturbance, and pretty soon more. All right.
0: And with that being said, guys, you guys can go on ahead and follow me at Movie Lovers TV Loves Tonight on Facebook. Of course, on the uh, same brand name on Instagram and on Pinterest as well. Then, of course, if you guys want an audio-only podcast episode of our episodes that we do here at Movie Lovers Tonight, you can get that wherever you guys get your major podcasts from. Another thing is, too, if you're someone that loves listening to podcasts or you're a podcaster yourself, go ahead, download the Good Pods app. The Good Pods app is like pretty much, if you think about it, it's like social media for podcasters. You get to rate individual episodes and also too it also helps out with the ranking system on good pods but if you still want to use itunes that's perfectly fine on the um on the on their podcast app and everything that's perfectly fine as well rate us over there it helps us with, out with the ranking thing go on ahead and rate us tell us what you think about about us and everything but of course guys go on ahead and follow me on tiktok at movie lovers unit zero that's where you guys can go ahead and follow me so i do a lot of promo stuff over there and then of course you guys can go on ahead and go to gofummy.com forward slash movie lovers unite. And that's where you guys can go on ahead and donate five to ten dollars to the show if you guys want to. Also, too, we also teamed up with two blur girls podcast with Cincy, And a matter of fact, all proceeds go over to the children's of St. Jude's Hospital. So go ahead, get yourself a Cincy through Cincy and all proceeds go over to the children of St. Jude's hospital. Then of course you guys can go also go on ahead, reach out to me at movie lovers unite at gmail.com. If you're a sponsor, I would like to be on the show. Then of course, go on Twitter and go over to movie lovers unit over there on Twitter. And that's everywhere that you can read me, reach me at on all social medias. And also too, on November 23rd, I have a little bit of a special announcement that I'm going to be making before then, but I'm not going to tell you who it is. All I'm going to tell you that it's related to the Shawshank redemption. And I'm going to be doing teasers throughout the the whole entire uh, rest of this month and also through November a little bit. But I think I dropped a little bit of a teaser today, but I'm going to have, a matter of fact, I might just go ahead and tell you who it is. I'm going to actually have Brent <laughs> Scopa from, uh, there's actually a director, um, well, he was actually the casting director for Shawshank Redemption. I'm going to have him on here on November 23rd for a very special interview. And matter of fact, we're supposed to be giving away some stuff. So going ahead and check us out over there and everything on November 23rd, eight o'clock central time, nine o'clock Eastern six o'clock Pacific time. Then of course, don't forget to like, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Don't forget to hit that little bell in the bottom right-hand corner to allow you guys to know when we have something new dropping. We just released our new neighbors watching trailers review of ambulance, which is the new Michael Bay movie. So go on ahead check that out on our YouTube channel. And always until next time, thank you Quentin for joining me for tonight. I do appreciate it as always. It's always a pleasure to have you. And thank you, Brandy Mullins for your comments and the live chat. I do appreciate it so much, even though that you
1: manscaping for for us to have some good jokes.
0: (laughs) Exactly. It's always good to be uh, a part of friends and everything and being able to just joke around, talk about movies and stuff like that. So I do appreciate that. And with that being said, guys, always until next time, it's been real, it's been fun, I can't wait to do this again, and bye-bye.